The Fitness Reborn podcast is a companion piece to Renaissance Fitness personal training. This podcast is to serve as educational and entertainment purposes only. It does not in any way constitute as medical advice. If you have a medical concern, please seek out your provider. Okay, yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, the response to the little technical area there, folks. Um, the response to the, um, the flu. Yeah, the flu did seem like it was just kind of it gone bye-bye for a little bit. You didn't hear about it. Um, and maybe you just didn't hear about it. But it was kind of odd that you just didn't hear about the flu anymore. And that doesn't happen. You know, the flu's been around for time mm-hmm. eternal. It doesn't just disappear. Right. So, you know, this is where I'm saying the messages in the media, the messages coming down from the powers that think they are, um, you know, we, we really do have to take that with a grain of salt, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just comes down to live in your body, know what is going on for your body. Um I am not a great believer of the pandemic. This is quite obvious. Mm -hmm. And again, I repeat, if you've lost people in your lives, I'm terribly sorry. Loss is a horrible thing. I'm not making light of that at all. But, you know, we were led to believe this was the most dangerous virus out there. Like we need to be running from it. We need to lock ourselves away. We need to not breathe fresh air. It's not the plague. I have not, during the past three years, been stepping over dead bodies in the street. There's no truck going down my street with a megaphone saying, bring out your dead. Right. Again, not making light of it, but it's not the worst thing that humans have faced. And if I was to put my TV on, I would be led to believe that I need to stay in my home, seal it up, not see anyone, not shake anyone's hands, because I could die from this thing. Well, if I look at all the risk categories that they say there are, I am the biggest risk out there. Mm. I'm a survivor of stroke and heart attack. I am a little bit bigger than I need to be. I do have a lymphatic issue, so I can't get rid of waste as easily as I should. You know, there are a lot of risk factors that unfortunately I would fit into in if I was to check the boxes but I'm not living in fear from it because I know how to treat my body I know that I can rely on you know some good quality supplements and some essential oils that are antimicrobial and are so microscopic they can cross my blood brain barrier and I know that I can eat fresh food and drink clean water and exercise in a way that my body needs me to, they're the things that I'm going to do. I'm not going to hide myself away from the world and I'm not going to put a face mask on so that I'm breathing in my own waste and I'm not going to stop smiling at someone walking past me in the street because that's doing me some good but it's also doing them some good. I'm just not going to live in fear. And so, you know, each to their own but... You have to say, what is right for me? Don't keep listening to the TV because, you know, some of these big companies that are putting these messages out don't have your best interest at heart. You you, you have to. You have to be your own advocate. 
Right, right. Gotcha. Well, I completely agree. And um, it is it is individual. You, you do have to decide how you're going to respond to this. Now, certain things are outside your control. You can't help it if your workplace decides to put this mask mandate in place or just goes remote and you know, whatever. You know, that's out, outside of your control. But uh, learning how to respond to this on your own level is key to learning how to get out of it um, in one piece. And I kind of thought it was interesting. It kind of showed uh, the pandemic and the isolation. It kind of showed people, I think, glaringly in some cases about where their, um, their vulnerabilities are personality-wise. You know, some people, I mean, you, you saw it, you know, the people acting very impulsively, cleaning out stores of toilet paper and bottled water and, and things like, and things like that. Um, it's just, you know, it's just, it's hysteria what happens whenever people are confronted with something they don't quite understand, they don't know. And, you know, like you said, the messaging on it may be very fear-based and, it's just it it kind of kind of just shows your hand there. It's like just how frail things society can be when something comes out of nowhere that no one expects. So in my household, we don't watch mainstream TV. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't know we were in lockdown the first time we were in lockdown. <laughs> I don't listen to the radio either, so. Um, I actually drove to Melbourne, which is our closest big city, and I needed to go to Kmart for something. And I rocked up and the security guard, you know, I I was thinking, wow, the car park's empty. And there was hardly anyone on the road. Like, I've got a car park right near the door for once, you know. So I walked Mm -hmm. in, still not understanding what was going on because I don't watch all that stuff. And the security guard came up to me at the shopping centre and he goes, what are you doing here? And I said, I need to go to Kmart. He goes, you're allowed to go to the supermarket on the ground level. That's open, but nothing else is open. He said, do you want to live under a rock? And I said, I think I do pretty much what's happening. I need to go to Kmart. And he said, we're in lockdown. No one's leaving their homes. And I went, but I did. <laughs> what? Right. So I had actually no idea what was going on. Um, and it was quite funny till it wasn't that I couldn't go to Kmart. But, um, right. you know, for me, I don't live in that fear world. Uh, when people were going to the supermarket and buying all the toilet paper and here in Australia they were actually physically fighting in the aisles over toilet paper. I'm sure that like was the case here craziness. too. craziness. I actually came home. Oh, did they? Yeah, I, I came home and said to my sons who live with me, uh, if we run out of toilet paper, we have a couple of trees in the garden, the leaves are quite soft, use those. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> not a big deal, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's not something that we're going to live in fear of. And bottled water, I don't buy it anyway because it's so bad for your health. Mm-hmm. Well, it's endocrine disruptors. So, Yeah. <laughs> Not, not something I'm buying into. Right, right, gotcha. Yeah, it was, it was a kind of a surreal thing to be hearing about all that. Not terribly surprising, but pretty surreal. Uh, so, all right. Um, one more question, then we're kind of start to wrap things up here. I know it's still early where you're at. Um, now, 
in your biography, you start out at the very top of the paragraph. You stop. You start out by saying you never felt well. So, tell yeah. us tell us what you mean by that. Okay, so as a child, I was the kid that caught everything going around. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was the kid that didn't really feel great in her own body. I now know a lot of that was what was going on around me and it was my trauma response. But, you know, going into my early 20s, I had anorexia. I didn't have a sense of self at all. So I wasn't well. I felt quite frail. I would get sick frequently. And then when I had the kids, uh, they weren't easy pregnancies. And then my health problems started. So I've never really had a base of wellness. Mm -hmm till I started looking for it and that's what got me into what I do now and that was because I was seeking my own answers. I was sick of not feeling well. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel centred in my body emotionally, physically, spiritually. So that's something I had to learn. So, you know, to the people out there, if you're just not feeling well, like 100%, like you can take on every day with whatever you can, there's a reason you you do need to go looking mm -hmm. yep it's got to start somewhere and you know a lot of people to be fair do do that that's why it brings them into the gym that's what gets them to sign up for memberships and and such like that but uh there's no quick fix it's going to be a journey and you no. have to be you have to be ready for that journey you know, there's a great graphic that goes around on Facebook every now and then, you know, a whole lot of coaches will post it. And it's um, this person on a bicycle and they're looking for success. And, you know, it's you think success is a straight line that you're just riding up this slight hill. But in actual fact, you're going down a valley, up a mountain, then you're falling off a cliff and then you get back up on your bike again. So, you know, you really do have to be prepared for that journey. Right, right. And learn to enjoy the journey too. That's I think that's key too. It's like learning that, that road, that path of self discovery. Because if you're not enjoying it, if it's just a slog, if it's just a chore, another job, then you're just going to say, Well, you know, I'm not forced to be here and I'm not getting paid to be here, so I don't have to do it if I don't want to. <laughs> you need so to strive to, to be a little bit better tomorrow than you were today. That's mm -hmm. basically where you need to be. Right. Exactly right. Okay. So Matt, so Magic Barclay, what's in the future for you going forward from here? Well, what's in the future is working with a whole lot more great people, um, podcasting a whole lot more. So I have my own podcast and I try and come on great podcasts like this one. Uh, so really just getting myself out in the world. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So what else is in the future for me? more great gardening i i grow a lot of our food so you know i love just being outside we're about to go into spring and summer so i'm gonna get my vitamin d levels raised i'm gonna stop looking like this white ghost and actually get a bit of a tan happening <laughs> um yeah i've got so much to look forward to you know 50 is the new 30 as they say and i'm right. grabbing that bull by the horns good to hear good to hear all right so in final analysis, and you kind of already said this already, in final analysis, if you wanted people listening to this to walk away with one thing, what would it be? 
You are in charge of your health. Do not give your power away. Do not be the captain of the sailboat watching the wheels spin around. You need to grab that wheel, whether it's through contacting us, whether it's through getting a great trainer. You need to have a support system that help you grab that wheel. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's a great message. Thank you so much. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, for joining us um, and for sitting through the technical difficulties that we had there just for a second, if you have. <laughs> but um, if you want to uh, reach me, my um, email address is renfitnesswarriors at gmail.com. Uh, I'll put in all the information there. You can uh, reach out to Magic. You can reach out to me. And, um, yep. Great message, and uh, thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you later. And thank you so much for joining me, Magic Barclay, once again. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care, folks. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget, you can become a supporter of the show by becoming a monthly subscriber. No commitments. Cancel anytime. Every little bit helps, and I'd sure love your support. Also, you can click any of the links to our social media platforms provided in the show notes, and you can email me at renfitnesswarriors at gmail.com. That's ren, R-E-N, fitnesswarriors at gmail.com. If you got a fitness story to tell, I'd love to hear it. You never know, you might just find yourself on the show. Until next time, train hard. Peace.